We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone! And he's Grogu. How you doing, buddy? He's doing good. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode 171 for May 22nd, 2023. And our featured topic this week is Should I Buy the Disney Dining Plan? You know, last week we talked about some things that are coming back for next year. And one of those is the Disney Dining Plan. And we thought it would be worth having a little discussion about it and what it is and everything like that since it's been so long since we've even really had to think about it. So that's our feature topic. But first, we've got some cheddar from the big cheese. And Brenda is going to start us off. I almost said Sophie, but it's not Sophie. It's Brenda starting us off. (laughs) Oh, well, we're starting off with the Eat to the Beat dining packages for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, and it'll be going on sale July 6th. There are some great performers to be seen starting July 28th and going all the way through November 13th. And Mike and I were just talking about for Kinky Country, who are there yeah. July 30th and 31st because they're the best. Yeah. Mercy me is going to be there. Toby Mac's going to be there. Wow. I didn't realize that there were a lot of Christian people that were going to be here. Yeah, There's also I, oldies but goodies like Air Supply that were very popular when I was a teen. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. That's really yeah. exciting. Yeah. Okay, so is it my turn now? It's your turn now. Okay, then. Well, this is for all my Avatar fans out there. If you've not had the opportunity to see Avatar The Way of Water in the theater, never fear. It will be debuting on Disney Plus on June 7th, so you can watch it at home. If Honestly, if you've not seen it, then I don't know what rock you've been living under, but it's okay. It's coming. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen it, that's okay. You didn't contribute to the $3.5 billion in revenue it generated. <laughs> right. right. Golly, third highest grossing movie of all time. I still can't wait for the fire one to come out because they're going to be doing like a series of these movies or something. It's looking to be kind of like Lord of the Rings almost. In a way, yeah. Um, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see when they comes out. I don't we'll know. We'll see. Yeah. On my cheddar, it is talking about the Haunted Mansion. The trailer for the Haunted Mansion movie that is coming out on July 28th. Um, was released the other day and it will be rated PG 13, the movie. And I saw that trailer and I was like, oh my gosh, this looks scary. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this looks like a thriller slasher movie or something. So, question Are, Are you, you wanting gonna go to go see, see it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm asking know. you, Sophie. <laughs> Um, I might wait until it comes out on Disney Plus because I don't think I'd be able to brave watching it on a big screen in a dark room. Okay, Brenda, what about you? 
I don't know if I'm going to see it for sure, but I know if I do see it, I will be seeing it before I take any of my granddaughters to it. And um, since the oldest is 11, they probably will not be seeing it. I'm not sure. I I don't know why they had to make it so scary. I, 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 I don't know. Listen, we're all cowards on this podcast. It's okay, mm-hmm. but honestly... The haunted mansion it's it's a haunted house it's full of dead people so i think maybe this might be a new side of it that we're saying so i can understand why they're making it scary doesn't mean that i'm gonna be brave enough for it yeah, yeah. well i'll be interested to know what our what our listeners think about it when yeah. you know when they write in and say because i i kind of like to wait a little bit to get some <laughs> Opinions from people I trust before I actually dive into certain things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just. It, it, uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just say we're apprehensive, everybody. Yeah, we are apprehensive. And what I was trying to say is, I don't know why it's, they made it scary looking like they did. But I also will say that it's got some big name actors in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. got some huge names. Yeah. So because of that, I almost want to see it because of that. Yes. That star power. But I don't want to be scared out of my gourd, you know? <laughs> if Maybe I I'll if I go it. to see it, if I go see it, I gotta make sure Grogu comes to protect me, you know? Yeah, you he know, does have the thing. force. So. The other night, Butch and I watched a movie just because of all the star power. We we watched it on Netflix, and it was horrible. So, so don't let that sway you. Yeah. So that doesn't necessarily mean anything. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but the anyway. point is, we're going to try it. We're going to try it because it's technically a Disney movie. Actually, it is a Disney movie, and therefore, it must be tried. Okay. Well. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> I plan to. Whether or not you chicken out is entirely up to you, Daddy, but I plan to. Okay. In the comfort of my home, watching it on Disney Plus. With other oh, people in okay. The house. <laughs> well, then that, you're right. I will try it there in the comfort of my home with some popcorn and, yeah. That sounds really good. Popcorn and a Coke. Exactly. And exactly. River. Yep. Dog River. He's a big dog. He'll protect us. That's yes, he right. will. If he he's will. not hiding upstairs. And Grogu, of course, would protect you. So you're you're yeah. here. You're in the clear. You're good. Yep, yep. We're good. Okay. Well, now that we've answered that question, <laughs> <laughs> it's time to move on to our feature topic. And should I buy the Disney dining plan? Let's answer it. Yes, no. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Yes, no, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Well, here's an introduction. Um, you know, the Disney dining plan was paused because of COVID back in 2020, if I remember correctly, because we had it on our plan when we were going to go in March. Um, and we had made our reservations and everything. And then, of course, they closed. And all that is ancient history now. But um, when we moved to July, there was no Disney dining plan. So 
so we we obviously got our, our package got changed for the amount that the cost was but um anyway so it is coming back and it's coming back for packages in 2024 starting with check-in dates january 9th of 2024 mm-hmm. and so since it's been so long since we had the dining plan it seemed like a good idea to me anyway to talk about it and help answer that question should i buy the disney dining plan so we've got um some overviews i want brenda to talk about the quick service dining plan, please. And then, Sophie, you talk about the regular Disney dining plan. That way, I'm not just talking the whole time. Yeah. Okay, well, the quick service dining plan is, um, it affords everyone in your party that is age three and up, two quick service dining credits and one snack credit for each night of your stay. In addition, each person age three and up will receive a resort refillable mug that's yours to keep after your trip. So coming with the two quick service meals, each quick service meal has a, an entree, a dessert, and a non-alcoholic beverage. And then snack credits are, they usually have a cap on items that they consider a snack credit. And there's a lot of them, a lot of snacks. Yeah. Choices yeah. for snacks, you know. But we get one. One. Per person per night. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then for the regular dining plan, um, everybody in the travel party that is age three and up, they also receive one table service meal as well as one quick service meal and one snack credit for each night of their stay. In addition, every person three and up will also receive receive a resort fillable mug. So daddy, he likes his mugs. I like the mugs. They look cool. They do look cool. Yeah. If only you could take the ones that you brought home from your previous trips, though. Because I feel like it gets a little repetitive. Well, you can, but you can't fill them up. Right. But you can bring them and use them for, like, ice water or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, for me, it's kind of neat because they're a souvenir, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um. Okay, so those are the two options. There were, in the past, there were more options. There was, at the very least, there was the um, deluxe dining plan, right, Brenda? Something like that. It won't be back. But that one is not back. And that one basically gave you, like, all the food you could ever want to eat in a day and then some, and you would have spent all your time eating and doing nothing else. (laughs) That was my take on it. <laughs> a lot of eating, yeah. So, but yeah. um, but anyway, that one is not back. So those are the two plans. And moving on into our discussion, the question is, um, we have some questions that we wanted to kind of consider, go over a little bit. And um, in some ways, this is almost like a an FAQ, a frequently asked question sort of thing, but. Um, but as of the time of this recording, some of the answers we know and some of the answers we don't, Mm -hmm. and we will know more on May 31st because May 31st is when we can start as travel agents, or even if you're just booking directly, 
when you can add your dining plan into quotes for next year. So we can't add them into an existing package for this year. It won't let us. Um, although it is Disney, maybe it'll let us, even though we're not supposed to. <laughs> no. With their technology, sometimes you never know. But, but in any event, this is for next year anyway. So don't expect that you'll be able to add it to your package for this year. Um, but anyway, do we know pricing? Do we know what the cost is for each plan? That's a big question. And that's also a big no. Because <laughs> right now, at this point, for May 22nd, we don't know what the pricing will be. Okay. We have been told that it will be comparable to what we're paying now. Um, so in my mind, that means if I were to to add up my numbers from doing a table service reservation and a quick service meal and a snack, what I would pay would be kind of sort of similar to what I would pay. Maybe a little bit less if I'm, if I'm doing the dining plan, I don't know exactly. We don't, we don't have any idea yet, but, um, but in my mind that tells me that I shouldn't expect a day of dining to be like $300 a person because that would have been yeah, right. That would not be like comparable <laughs> to what we pay now, you know? So, yeah. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to be optimistic and say it won't be that kind of an extortion thing. Um, now I, I was like doing a little bit of research before we started this. And I actually went to the official Disney world website because it can talk about dining plans on there and it says this save up to 20 percent on dining for kids ages three to nine when you purchase a dining plan for your family as part of a walt disney travel company package mm -hmm. savings compared to the non-discounted price of menu items available for kids three to nine blah 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 so that's yeah. one thing yeah but unfortunately it's not a solid number no, right. it's not giving a discount for adult meals, just they're working it somehow with the children. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. And, and also how much of a discount you get is dependent on where you eat and what you eat and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. that's where the savings can be beneficial or not. Um, it yeah. really depends on what your eating style is. Um but at this point, we don't have hard numbers for cost. So that's just an unfortunate thing. When we do know those numbers, we will be certain to let everyone know. Um, so, and we kind of answered the other question, when can we add the dining plan to our trip? We can do that starting on May 31st, right, Brenda? Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Um, is the expense worth it? What do you guys think? Well, I wrote the question and I had a specific reason why I wrote it. And my whole thought on it is that there have been times when we have done the Disney dining plan as a family. And there have been times when we did not do the Disney dining plan as a family. 
And when we did the dining plan, we always did the traditional one. One quick service, one table service and snack, you know? Um, And in my mind, when we did do the dining plan, I felt like we got a better, um, a better experience in our overall Disney trip. And the reason I felt that is because we knew that on Monday we were going to be eating at Chef Mickey's or on Tuesday we were going to be eating at the Garden Grill and on Wednesday we're going to be eating at 50s prime time. And and because we knew we had those credits, we made the reservations for them and we knew that we were we had already paid for it as part of our package. So we knew that we were going to make those reservations. Um what I also know is when we did not do the dining plan, there were times when we would not have a table service reservation because we didn't want to spend the cash right then as opposed to paying for it before the trip. So for my mind anyway, that made it worth it because mm-hmm. we were in many ways were prepaying for our meals before the trip. Thoughts? Yep, I agree with that. Um, I agree that having the dining plan, if if that's good for your family, um, is important for pre-budgeting. And I, I kind of feel bad. I mean, I kind of feel bad for families that are going for the first time right now that have not worked with an agent and they're and They've paid for their room and their tickets and everything, and they're and they've made dining reservations, but they didn't really, you know, look at the menus at these restaurants. And they go to their first restaurant and realize that they owe two hundred twenty-seven dollars for their meal. I mean, you know, for me, pre-budgeting and knowing literally an all-inclusive travel amount. And then being able to mm-hmm. pay that amount over time is the best thing, in my opinion, if it's good for your family. But I don't believe it's good for every family. But um, f- for the pre-budgeting thing, I think that that's a great way to do it if it is good for your family. Yeah. So I would agree with it in that case. And that's huge. Having, you know, and you're right, and I agree with Brenda on that, is when when you get there and then you're having to pay for your food and then you come home and you've got a credit card bill because of all that food you paid for yes it just it kind of sours things some but and it causes hardship and that breaks my heart yeah Yeah. Um, as far as what you get one thing to keep in mind is that um gratuities unless it's a specific um, restaurant. I think there's some that they are included, but um, for the most part, you are not, you're, they're not included in your, um, in your dining plan. So still expect to leave a gratuity for your wait staff because they're, they're working hard to make your meal enjoyable. So, yeah. So and that could be a lot, even if you have the dining plan, if you're adding 20% onto 220 you know it's still a big chunk you're paying just for just gratuities yeah so keep that in mind um you know the other the other question is 
do I get the quick service dining plan or do I get the traditional dining plan? And there, there's a few things to think about if if you're considering this as should I should I add this to my package? Um, the first is what kind of eating style do you and your family have? Mm-hmm. Okay, are you go 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 type people when you're out and about, or do you like to sit down and relax and, and go over what you did and you know all that? So that will make a difference whether or not you do a table service package or quick service package. Um, I think another thing to consider is how long is your trip? If you're only there for two nights, do you want to spend, you know, some significant time at a table service restaurant or do you want to spend that time, you know, getting quick service meals and and getting as many park rides in as you can, you know, that sort of thing. So so those are some things to consider. Um, and how picky are your kids? If they're chicken nuggets and mac and cheese kids, um, uncrustable peanut butter and jellies, then <laughs> then maybe doing the Disney dining plan isn't necessarily something that you need to do. Maybe you do the quick service dining plan, <laughs> you know? Well, so those those answers are for you and your family to figure out, obviously. You know, you know your family better than we do. So you'll know which to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably... Mm, don't think I wasn't paying attention, Daddy. I knew that you were talking about me there. Well. He was talking about many kids, though, mm-hmm. Sophie. Yeah, but as soon as he brings up the Uncrustables, then it becomes personal. Uh-oh. <laughs> but it was awesome. Because, it was awesome. Because Sophie loved Uncrustables. Okay. Yeah. And back then, I don't know about now, but back then, an Uncrustables sandwich was a snack credit. Awesome. And Sophie, we would go to the Main Street Bakery and we'd get this big cinnamon roll that we would share. And she would get an Uncrustable and that was a snack. And so we weren't wasting a quick service meal for, her, you That's know, right. we weren't using a credit when we didn't need to. So that was, that was a good deal, you know? Yeah. So, and that's, that's part of it is if your kids are light eaters, then that snack, that might be all they need, you know? Yeah. So that'll help stretch your credits. And one of the things, the reason it's important is because um, you know, we talk about you get Disney Dining Plan, one table service, and one quick service, and one snack. But there's three meals in a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know, and you're covering two. So there's one you got to figure out somewhere, you know, Which and maybe I'm the guessing. snack covers, you know? Yeah. Of course, I'm guessing that maybe, depending on the family, the meal that they would cover themselves without the dining plan would probably be breakfast because I know it has become more common that families will bring like um easily transportable foods like yeah 
cereal and then they're they'll buy some milk while they're in the hotel room and then they'll eat that and then go about their day yeah which is an easy thing to do but Mm -hmm. at the same time i don't know yeah yeah that saves yeah and that's the whole key is there there's a convenience to not having to throw out your credit card every time that you are sitting down to eat you know by having your credits um but there's also a savings of trying to maximize your your dollar you know for a trip that you're spending a lot of money on to begin with and so is it worth that extra money on top of your trip to include this and that's why we're having this whole discussion is to try and make you guys have as good an opportunity to figure out exactly what you need and if it's worth it for your family yeah um you know for for us i I would say probably the biggest benefits are other than the enhancement of the trip that i felt like it did for us but having it covered almost everything taken care of is a huge thing because then that that dollar amount broken up over however many months you're paying on it works out to a much easier budget number so that to me is worth it so um and there is like sophie said it's set up to 20 percent on kids meals um so Mm -hmm. how that i guess computed we don't know and whether or not it's accurate or not the only way you can really tell is if you were comparing those prices and then seeing what you paid and doing Mm -hmm. the math yourself and that's just that's just hard (laughs) it's tiresome (laughs) so is that worth it i don't know but to some people it is because they can say hey i spent this much on this day and i ate this much so i got 20 percent more than i would have if i'd have spent it my own way you know so so anyway that that um that was my thought so the question is should you add it brenda would you add it to your next trip i don't know um for me it depends on who's going Mm -hmm. if it's just um butch and myself or if it's you know the whole family and you know the kids and grandkids um number one is if you have the dining plan, you are not allowed to share meals. And we share, like the girls may share a quick service meal um, or I may share a meal with somebody. Also, um, I really recommend checking the menus. You can see the menus for every single restaurant on the Disney Mm -hmm. World website. And I definitely recommend that because if you're going to go to a table service restaurant and you're going to order the most expensive item on the entree list, which you can with the dining plan, you can save money with the Mm -hmm. dining plan. But if you're someone with food allergies and you look at the menu and you see, okay, out of the seven entrees, there's only one I can eat and it's a lower priced entree, it may not be worth it to to if that's consistently at each table service you know it might not be worth it also um if you're somebody who likes to share like i 
if it's at the end of the day and we're almost kind of done with everything we really wanted to do, I'm much more apt to eat an entire meal. But if I'm going to be eating and then walking again, I'm going to want to share something. Um, so if we're going to share in, you know, in any circumstance with like table service or anything, it it wouldn't be worth it. Um, mm -hmm. So it's it really is specific to the family and you know what you're i really really recommend looking at the menus for the restaurants you're going to go to yeah. and, and see what your family would likely order and adding it up yeah and not only yeah. that you should look at the menu anyway to make sure that the restaurant you're thinking you really want to eat do your kids are your kids princess people that really want to sit at Cinderella's table, but are they going to, are they going to find something they like there? You know? Yes. Yes. You know? And so you should look at the menus anyway, and oh, then yeah. you also see the pricing. And so, yeah. And one thing we didn't even touch on is, um, but let's talk about it real quick is it's all the pricing is based on the number of nights that you stay at your resort. Mm -hmm. So if you are there from Monday to Friday, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, you go home Friday, you right. got four nights. That means you got four nights worth of credits. Okay. So your fifth day, which is the day you're leaving, you got to figure out what you're going to do. Do you carry over a couple snacks to grab something to go, you know, as you're, as you're heading out or, or what, you know, because it's not based on the number of days. It's based on the number of nights you have in your, on your um, resort. And the other thing about it is it only applies for guests that are staying on Disney property. So at pop or at all-star movies or at Riviera or wherever. Yeah. It can't okay. be at like a good neighbor hotel like the Doubletree or something. Correct. Correct. And then the other thing is, um, what was the other thing? Mm. It was in here. It was. It's up here somewhere. I can't <laughs> read his mind. It's up in your noggin. I <laughs> wish I could. Um, three and up. No, that wasn't it. I don't remember now. Sidetrack. Um, anyway, that, that must not have been important. <laughs> <sighs> I hate when that happens, though. <laughs> I, I hate it too, but I can't. I can sympathize. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have one thing to add. Um, if you're going to do character dining, a lot of character dining, especially if you're doing face character dining, the dining plan's got to be worth it in most cases. Face Thank you. character dining is the most expensive <laughs> of it. these of this category. Um, and that's with face, you know, face character dining is not where Mickey's the in costume. It's the face, like Cinderella, the, mm -hmm. the you know face characters um that's the most expensive dining so in most cases it's worth it if you're going to do a lot of that just yeah. as a rule, just as a general across the board rule yeah and, and but one other thing and i just and this is you saying that triggered it is yeah. some of the restaurants are two credits 
So yeah, they keep it that way if that's what it'll be. Yeah. You're right. So You're right. I would imagine it would stay that way. So yeah. Cinderella's table, if you wanted that face character interaction and also wanted to eat at that location, then normally you would pay for that up front anyway. Right. Um, but in this instance, you wouldn't pay for it up front, but it would cost you two credits of your yeah. four if you're there those four nights. So and our guest and some other popular ones like La Cellier are two credits also. So you need to know that too, because yeah, yeah, if you have a four night stay and you're using two of those four credits at one place, you know, then you got to make a decision where where do you not do one? You know, yeah. Most it's, of my most of my families though they get it and and it's easy to help them walk through that and yeah and they'll say okay well we want to do this one because it's two because the girls always wanted to eat with Cinderella, um, mm -hmm. and then we won't do sci-fi dining theater you know Hollywood Studios you know yeah. we won't do that we'll eat but, quick service there you know mm -hmm. so yeah. So that's that's important to remember too. Yeah. It almost sounds to me like we should do a future episode where we each like do a simulation of having the Disney dining plan for say, I don't know, five nights. And then we choose what restaurants we would eat at which days. And we treat it like we're actually planning out our Disney dining plans. And our trip. That sounds like something we should do in the future. Okay. Sounds like a follow-up topic. Good job, Sophie. I think that is a good one. Yeah. I think that would be neat. So. Yeah, once we know actual pricing of the dining plans. <laughs> actual <laughs> pricing. We'll come yeah. back to that. We're putting a pin in it for now. Yeah. And also, you know, we Sorry. can... What's that? Circle back, she said. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we can also use that as suggestions on what kind of costs you're looking at with the dining plan for a trip versus not having it for a trip. Mm-hmm. You know? So there's so many things, so many avenues we can look at for that. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good idea, Sophie. Yes. Now, really quickly, Aunt Brenda, before we do anything else, I need you to say something because I think your mic is cutting in and out. Oh, am I in or out? You're in it's now. Good. I'm just making sure because I was like, I cannot hear her. What's going on? I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's all better now. Something I shouldn't have said. So <laughs> it's probably <laughs> divine intervention. <laughs> oh, well, you're good now. So let's continue. Yeah, we're good. Um, so I don't know if there was anything else to to ask. Any other questions? Let me see if I jotted anything down. Well, none from me because I'm not the travel agent. Well, True. a travel agent. I'm in the company of two amazing travel agents right now. Thank you. So if you're listening and you're actually paying attention, you know who to call. These two. These two yeah. right here. You want to plan a trip? You want to use the dining plan? Go to these two. Yeah. Yep. Oh. It Thank is convenient. So. I mean, if you go to, you know, if you go to dine and you don't have to pay, you know, you don't have to pay money. You just 
use your credit and it, it does make it convenient. So if it's right for your family, it makes it easy, makes everything easy. So that's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and, and I and I agree with that, too. And, you know, I just feel like. I, you know, I, I keep beating a dead horse, but I do feel like the the trip is better when when you have those dining reservations and you know you don't have to pay for them at the, out of pocket. So you're able to experience yeah, more of those restaurants. There's so many great restaurants. So. Yeah. But you're also prepaying for it ahead of time. Yeah. So that mm -hmm. makes it worth it to me. Um, yeah, so. no surprises when you're there of how much you're going to be spending on food. You, you know, you budget a certain amount like guests that don't have an agent, they budget a certain amount thinking it's enough. And then, you know, we don't want anyone to have hardships after their trip. We want everyone to have just happy memories. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and remembering just how awesome it was when we got like in December, when we went to the garden grill after heaven, kind of not eaten for most of the day and we knew we were going to go see the candlelight processional we had garden grill dining plan dinner reservation and for preferred seating and we were so hungry i felt like that was one of the <laughs> best meals we had ever had ever <laughs> it was so good <laughs> it was good i had the same i went to the garden grill also for my candlelight procession. it was it's just great yeah. So, so that's the kind of memories we want is remembering just how good the food was oh, and how yeah. good the time was. Not, you know, that for us, it was like $350. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Oh, food. We love it so much. For sure. So, we anyway. love food here. So there you All go. Right, then. So that's our discussion. I, I think we have wrapped up our feature topic. Mm -hmm. I would say so. I does, don't have anything else. Does Grogu have a favorite meal he likes? Sophie? A favorite meal? He's more of a snack critics guy. Those frogs and macarons are really his cup of tea. Okay. Yeah. Though he does like soup. <laughs> he does like soup. You're right. He does. All right. Well, that is our feature topic then. And it is time to move on to this day in Disney history for May 22nd. So, Sophie, take it away. All right, then. May 22nd, 1964. I think this Ooh. is really cool. And I'm hoping you guys, <laughs> like me, will know exactly why this is so important and awesome. Attorney Robert Price Foster and his Disney colleagues drive to Orlando from Daytona to meet with Jack and William Dimitri at the offices of Stockton, Watley, and Davin, a mortgage and real estate company. The Dimitris own a parcel of land that just might be perfect for a new Disney resort slash theme park. After touring the land, Foster is impressed. 
Nice. I wonder what is going to be built on that land. My goodness. I don't know. Mm, I think they might. I don't know. Maybe it's more of a world than a land. Maybe. Maybe. I have I have a very unique personal history from this. And Sophie is part of this personal history too. Cool. Um the I didn't know, and I think it's I, I think I, I always pronounce it as Demetri, but Dimitri sounds better. Um I think Dimitri is correct. I do too. But um when Sophie went down to Orlando for school, went to Winter Park, the place she was staying was a Dimitri property. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And then and, they tore it down and, and then they closed it and they and Sophie was having to find a new place to live and we were gonna do all that. And she decided it was time for her to come back home. So, which is a shame because the apartment we looked at was very nice. Yeah, but it was interesting. I didn't know that connection between Dimitri for Disney and then, and then the place Sophie was living was the Dimitri property. They're very big in or the Orlando area, Winter Park area. But um, that's a connection I had no idea of till now. Okay, another personal connection to Sophie's history. Yep, I want to go back to Florida. Yeah, I never knew until today when she just announced that, that 12 days before I was born, they figured where they were going to be building Walt Disney World. Yeah, they said. Freaking me out. Yeah, (laughs) you know what they said? They said, you know, there's this chick Brenda who's going to be born soon and she'll want to come here. It helps at all, Aunt Brenda. You look way younger. Yeah. Aw, you're so sweet. I love you. We love you, too. (laughs) Yeah, Daddy looks like the one that was born in 64. Yeah, and I wasn't. He was not. No, he wasn't born until... He's a baby. And he and I, but you're the baby. Yeah. Sweet girl. It's well, so good. weird being born after 2000. Nah. <laughs> well, That's good history, history, Sophie. Good Thank history. Thank you. Very good. You know, even this guy over my left shoulder who keeps staring <laughs> at us, <laughs> he's thinking that was good history. And I'm like Grogu. He's thinking I like frog legs too. <laughs> Do you like frog legs? Me? No, I don't like them, but he okay. does. Yeah, the guy looking at us, he's a stalker. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, then that YouTube. must mean that you're listening in instead of watching the YouTube. My dad's current background is of a little hole in the wall cantina called Oga's. <laughs> and. He has a lot of people in his background because that's a photo that he took while we were there. And there's this one guy that's just staring, staring <laughs> right into my soul. That's right. <laughs> but it's okay. is that a Darth Vader on his on his shirt? I don't know. It would look like it. it Looks kind of like it. Send me yeah. the picture and I'll analyze it some, Daddy. 
Okay, I will. But anyway, that would explain then if he's got a Darth Vader shirt and you've got Grogu, no wonder he's interested. Mm-hmm. It's all about that force. <coughs> God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. I was trying to mute myself, but it didn't work. It's okay. So anyway, that is good history. And now it is time dun, dun, dun. to stump the soap. Good luck. You can try. And I'm going to fail. I can tell you that one right now. I can fail too. <laughs> At least humor me. Um, I have no idea how this character was never used before. <laughs> hmm. This that character... better not be one of the clues because that's very vague. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a clue. <laughs> this character was kidnapped. This character was kidnapped, okay. This character was taught to fear the world. Rapunzel. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, thank goodness she got out of there. The yeah. third clue was hazelnut soup. <laughs> Definitely Rapunzel. Yep. I, I have no idea how we never picked her as a character before. Yay, Sophie! Good Thank job, you. Sophie. Do you know how long her hair was? 70 feet. That's right, 70 feet. Um, but after it got cut, it is no longer 70 feet. And no, it's not it yellow. Chin length. Well, actually, it depends on if you consider the... um. Disney Channel TV series Rapunzel Ever After to be canon because in that series it takes place between Rapunzel getting freed from the tower and her wedding to Eugene and in that series she regains her long blonde hair all 70 feet of it in about five seconds oh wow five seconds that's quick and the issue is this time it can't be cut her cameo in Frozen, she doesn't have the long hair. I know. That's yeah. because that happens after her wedding, I think. Which means we can accurately date that Tangle takes place sometime before the 1830s. That's right. I know a lot about these things. You know a lot about a lot of things. Thank yeah. you. Well, that was a Good job, Sophie. Thank you. Yay. Only two clues. I could name that character in two clues. Honestly, I I could have named her in one, but there was one other character I was thinking of with the first clue. Which, who was it? Hercules. Oh. Okay. Note to self, don't use Hercules next week. <laughs> <laughs> or do use Hercules. Throw me for some... Reverse psychology or something. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, Brenda, it's time for a little bit of Walt. What do you got for us? I have a short and sweet quote. The theater of education will be any marketplace, public square, hill or dale, where power can be found to project a motion picture on a screen. Yeah. And that, you know, the summertime, I, I don't know why. Well, I don't know. I mean, I live in Texas, but the summertime reminds me of like everybody pops up screens and like has pool parties and watches the screen. So it's like you can just pop them up anywhere and 
you can use a sheet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this yeah. time of year kind of reminds me of that fluidity with being able to just project on all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. You're right. right. And and I was thinking of similar to what you were just thinking, Brenda, with the how they have the movies at night at the resorts. Yeah. You know, at the pool or between pools or in, on the back patio or wherever. Yeah. You know, yeah. same sort of thing. That was those are really cool. And yeah. if I had if I could find the time to just sit down and watch one, I might. But alas, I always get there while they're like halfway through the movie or nearing the end of it and I'm tired and I don't want to. I just want to go back to the room and sleep. But it's fun. It is fun. With the kids, like if you have like just a resort day and then you go ahead and shower them after the pool and all that and put on their jammies, get them a a little snacky poo and take them out there and let them watch the movie. And then it's a a thing they never do at home usually. So, Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's a, that's a good good history or good quote. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you. You're welcome. And that, my friends, wraps us up for this week. Next week, um, you know, we're getting close to a couple co-hosts' birthdays coming up. You know, the ageless wonder Brenda, the oldest. <laughs> you are not the oldest up. looking. No. Thank you. And Sophie's is coming up. Mine has already been and gone. Like, I can't believe it's already been three months ago. It's okay, Daddy. (laughs) Father's Day is coming soon as well. Yeah. But anyway, we talked about, obviously, last week we had, or last year, we had a lot of topic discussion on Sophie's 21st birthday and what we were going to do. But we don't often talk about why celebrating your birthday at Disney is kind of cool. So we're going to talk about celebrating your birthday at Disney. So or your kid's birthday. Or your kid's birthday. Or your your grandkid's birthday. Or your daddy's birthday. Or your sister or your family or your best friend. Your chosen family. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at. Celebrating birthdays at Disney. Fun, fun topic. Okay. And that's next week. So next week. Till then, I'm Mike. That's Sophie. She's Brenda. He's Grogu. And we will see, see you, you on, on the, the road. road. See you on the road. Bye. 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 <laughs>